And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Brandon Vogel with his Hale Varsity Radio. As you hear the crowd behind us, we are perched up on 17. Round one of the Pinnacle Bank Championship. We're here tomorrow. Your chance at uh, 10 grand. You can log on for more information on that uh, with uh, your friends at Herdat and the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Uh, get your tickets in here. Enjoy. We're not far from the Patron Zone. In my hand, I have Hale Varsity yearbooks that are incredible. Brandon Vogel and the crew did an exceptional job yet again with uh, your Husker football fix. Vogues, we've talked boats because there's a boat here for this extended water hazard that some of us have found here before at the late great Jack Gol- Jack Pierce golf tournament. Uh, so boats, water, golf, football. I mean, it's it's more than a trifecta. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, <clears throat> hopefully this segment doesn't end in a couple of minutes because I, I'm not huge on boats. I'm not huge on water. I'm not huge on golf, but I do like football. So, oh, you're good. You can steer me in that direction. Maybe, maybe we'll make it. So, wait, wait. Did you have any terrifying experiences on a boat as a young child like myself that that kind of traumatized you from a young age? No, I grew up in the panhandle. Um, There's no water. (laughs) Not a lot of water. (laughs) Or boats. Um, Golf, no excuse. Uh, Although the town that I grew up in, uh, like the story we were told was uh, Hemingford had one of three, I think. I think three was the number. Uh, Golf courses with sand greens. I don't know if you guys are Mm -hmm. familiar with sand greens where like you just kind of get it towards the hole and everybody says like, ah, good enough. Um, But yeah, so it just it wasn't part of my part of my environment growing up. Football was though. And the sand greens, if you're wondering out there, they they come from Depression era America. Whenever a lot of golf courses out there, they didn't want to pay the water bills to keep their greens nice. So what do they do? They just dump some bags of sand on their green, call it good. People can continue golfing. I could use those quite frequently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whenever I play with Schmitty, that's how we do it too. You get close enough to the hole, we'll call it good. good. But Brandon, quickly tell us about the outfit change you made on camera i think you had on an apron and i've i've been looking around i don't think it may have been called an apron because if it's for men they they immediately call it like a tactical grilling smock or something <laughs> like that but I, I saw you make the outfit change tell us about that yeah no i'm fine i'm fine with an apron i, I just un- unbuckled the top strap i can put it back on for the people <laughs> on uh on video um yeah, in the middle of uh, getting some dinner ready, uh, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll take this off last second. So you guys can tell me what you what you prefer. Um, but I did I did indeed have an apron on, uh, courtesy of Artifact Bags. Uh, I'm not paid to say this, but fine <laughs> Omaha company. So Vogue's the butcher Vogel uh, with us here on uh, on Hale Varsity, and we're going to call that a tactical grilling smock. I like it. It's it's <laughs> you know it, it's 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 smock twenty twenty three with with Coach Rule. So Vogue's, we were diving into the the, the win total and and also the the spread against the Gophers, how it's dropped a couple of points since it started out. All that, despite some question marks with. Who's going to be healthy two weeks from today uh, with uh, Nebraska kicking off against Minnesota? And interested in, in your aim uh, is, is six the minimum? Is six an overachievement? Or where, where do you fall with uh, that, that, that win total projection here? What Six gets you 
postseason? Yeah, I think um, somewhere in between. I would I would put six at perfectly fine. Of like, okay, you're in you're in a you landed square in the gray area, depending on context of, of how those six came and and what it took to get there. Like you could go either way from there. Well, not maybe it's not in the gray area. Like I don't think you could go down from there. Of like you would go into twenty twenty four being like ah they won six games. We'll see. Like I think if they won six based on where Nebraska has been, you go into twenty twenty four feeling pretty good. Um, that said, like I think the range of outcomes for Nebraska here um, is is higher than six. Though if they don't get the wide receiver room sorted out, that's kind of emerged for me at least as as a potential pain point. And we still got a lot of questions to to answer, you know, offensive line, et cetera. I mean, I think I think most of the questions probably lie on offense, at least when I, when I look at it. Um, so I, I wouldn't say six is a minimum for sure, but like I think the numbers at like six, six and a half. If if I had to take that today, I'd take the over. Though I don't think like it's an easy it's an easy over to take. Mm. Brandon Vogel with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Brandon, whenever we, we discuss this and, and the win total number, it feels like there's a big difference between six and eight. If Nebraska were to get to six, I think Husker fans are content. Yeah, that's what you expect from Nebraska. If you get to eight, that feels like a big step in year one. I kind of want to ask you a, a question that we were getting into yesterday. What is the difference on the field from Nebraska between six and eight wins? And I kind of lump six and seven together as both being middle of the road. Yeah, it's improvement. It's not where Husker fans want to be in the long run. If you get to eight in year one, though, I think Husker fans are going to be overjoyed with the product on the field. And I want to get your take on what does that look like? What does Nebraska need to, to add to what they have on the field right now in order to get to eight? What, what, what is that, that little fine margin that can get you there? Yeah, good good question. And I think you're I think you're right on with the difference between six and eight. Um, from what I've looked at in the past, and I haven't looked at it recently, like the the the, the most probable range of outcomes for a team is they're going to fall within about one and a half wins of whatever that kind of betting betting total is that comes out. So if Nebraska is at six and a half, that puts you at eight or five mm-hmm. as like the most kind of like reasonable range. Um, so getting to eight, getting to the top end of that, which like if, if Nebraska's win total right now were eight, I'm guessing like even a lot of diehard Husker fans, like super optimists would be like, eh, that, that seems a bit high. That under looks uh, enticing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but to get there, uh, it, it probably requires some stuff that you don't totally control in my opinion which would be and you know this is something Matt Rule mentioned recently like Nebraska ends up plus six plus eight in turnover margin yeah they can get to eight with that probably if they remain healthy um they can get to eight it's it's those sorts of things which you know it's maybe it doesn't make for good radio fodder or even just good off-season fodder in general but unless you're Georgia where you're talking about like well what's the difference between 12 and 0 and 11 and 1 like it's it's those things when you're a team that's in that 6 7 8 win range um, that's that's a lot of what it comes down to and and the whole game of college football is getting to the Georgia point where 
well, you're just good enough where like, if you, you know, have some bad turnover luck, if you have some bad injury luck, eh, you might only win 10 or 11 games. And, and Nebraska was there for a long time. It's just not right now. Brandon Vogel's with us, Hale Varsity Radio, and we were talking about the spread for the Minnesota game as well. Six and a half right now, Nebraska underdogs. I tend to think that number's pretty fair. Your thoughts on that? It has gone down since it first came out, but uh, Nebraska about a touchdown underdog in Minneapolis. Yeah, feel, feels pretty fair to me as well. Um, and, and I did note over the past couple of weeks that it's, that it's gone down a little bit. You know, Minnesota's a team... Well, a lot like Nebraska with what we're just just talking about. I don't know what their win total is off the top of my head, but they're a team that's probably in that same range where if you give them a game and a half on either side, you're like, well, they could win the Big Ten West or they could finish, you know, middle of the pack to maybe bottom third uh, of the Big Ten West. And, and, and that's a lot of teams in this division. You know, I just pulled up my notebook. <clears throat> so the initial FPI ratings put that Nebraska-Minnesota game at Minnesota minus seven, so we're we're right there. And SP Plus, which you know these these rankings came out, I think in February or early March, had it at Minnesota minus nine, which that was before like the second transfer window, all of that stuff. So minus six and a half um, for for Minnesota feels like fair. Um, but might even be like reflecting a little bit of enthusiasm behind Nebraska at this point. Vogue's couple of minutes here. Brandon Vogel with his author, Dream Like a Champion with John Cook. Coach Cook made a nice appearance on episode one of Nebraska's rendition of Hard Knocks. So what do you think, as you boil it down here, about Nebraska's schedule? More doable, not so fast, my friend. Are you optimistic about the schedule do you think it's more doable they're gonna have to make a lot of hay early which you you know you mentioned that great kind of youtube series that that nebraska put out we've only seen episode one but uh special shout out to john cook for getting that book cover in in front of all of the the football (laughs) team i'm sure they noticed my name on on the cover of that book i did (laughs) there's folks there's folks um (laughs) Um, but you know you you look at well you look at the start of the season Colorado total like wild card like pick a card any card who knows what you're going to get might be an ace might be a deuce for me at least Um, (laughs) Minnesota Minnesota is well well established at this point like they're they're going to play hard and be a tough out no matter what particularly on the road but because it's the first game gets a little wild and woolly pretty quickly. Uh, so you'll, you'll, you'll take Nebraska's chances in that. If they're a six-and-a-half-point favorite, favorite, figure two-and-a-half points for just home field alone, and then all of a sudden that, that number gets down to four. Um, you got to win those two non-conference games at home. That's, that's really the key to the whole thing for me. And I think both Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech have the chance to be pretty good this year so those aren't like layups and and once you get through those first four games i feel like we'll have a really good sense of of the shape that this this season's going to take michigan's up next but then you know you kind of get into the illinois the purdue i'm forgetting if maryland technically falls in there like it's that october stretch where you've really got to be kind of playing your best football 
to set yourself up for November, where in the Big Ten, it becomes just survival. Like you're going to have to play Wisconsin. You're going to have to play Iowa. Um, you're going to be dealing with injuries, as is everybody. Like November's hard to survive in, in the Big Ten. If you look back at Nebraska's, you know, recent past, that's that's become the, the area where it's it's really tough. And I remember, you know, Pelini spanned eras between the Big 12 and the Big Ten, but like those Nebraska teams were usually pretty good in November. Um, and I think if you want to win in this conference consistently, you have to be. But that seems like a, a, a kind of like next year project for, for where Nebraska's trying to get to. It's Brandon Vogel with us, HailVarsity.com and Magazine, Dream Like a Champion, the author with John Cook. Vogues, we'll talk Saturday. Thanks for making time today. Thank you. Put my tactical smock back on. <laughs>